Welcome back to The Story Forest, a podcast of original tales for curious and adventurous children. When prize vegetables start turning strange colours, the Dashaway detectives get to work. Will they find the culprit? Written by Anna Roberts and read by her favourite storyteller in the world, her mother, Pam McNaughton. The Vegetable Vandals Dig, Doug and Dora Dashway peered out of the window as Dad drove their battered car with the caravan trailing behind down a narrow road with high, dry stone walls. Dig trusted Dad's judgement implicitly. Doug's mind turned over what might happen if they hit a stone and Dora stared at a bird of prey that was swooping high overhead. The way into the next village they were staying at was busy and as they turned a corner they saw people in a field below them working together to put up a very large white tent. Dad had to stop as there was a queue of cars ahead and they all watched interestedly as the group of men pulled at ropes, shouted at each other and became more and more red in the face. This must be for the Wolderburn Valley Show. Diggory said sagely. Ever since they had found a lost dog and started their own detective agency, Dig had started making grand pronouncements. The vegetable show, Douglas said, staring at the tent mechanism. That's next. Oh, Dig said, disgusted. Who would ever be interested in that? You'd be surprised, Dad said, pulling on the handbrake. They weren't going to move for a while. People get very, very competitive. Biggest pumpkin, that sort of thing. I don't really like pumpkins, Dora said. Just then the cars began to move. The Dashway kids had spent the last couple of days in little Bramlington, walking Horatio, the dog they had rescued, and thinking of ways to run their brand new detective agency, the Dashaway Detectives. Dora had drawn up some flyers, Douglas had spent a long time trying to combine a magnifying glass and periscope and Diggory had been reading some detective books and practising his inquisitive looks. They were very glad to be somewhere new where perhaps a new mystery would emerge. So it was with interest that they peered out of the windows as they entered the village. It looked rather similar to the last. Cute cottages, a couple of shops, a bus stop, a hall... But there was one thing that was different. Little Bramlington had been a lovely country village with nice gardens. But here in Galsbury, every single garden was bursting with flowers. There were colours everywhere and immaculately trimmed hedges and the scent of pollen filled the air. Douglas sneezed. I think this is the type of place where they're going to take vegetable shows very Very seriously, Dad said, grinning at them, then trying to look at the map on his phone as he drove. Diggory took it from him and began to direct, and soon they were set up in a small campsite by a farm a little way out of the village. Diggory and Dad always put the awning up, while Douglas and Dora went for water. They set up the table and chairs inside, then brought out the bikes and shoes and everything that lived outside and made it sort of nice inside. Then Dad said they could go and have a look at the village and pick up some bread while he made scrambled eggs. 
the Dashway kids stepped out, clutching Dora's flyers with a great sense that something was about to happen. Their next case, a stolen jewel, a mysterious pirate or a terrible crime, was surely just around the corner. But as they got closer, Dora and Douglas started to walk a bit slower. As everything became real around them, the idea of handing out their leaflets began to feel a bit silly. Diggory felt it too, but refused to be cowed and started to walk faster, vowing to hand a flyer to the first person they saw. It was an old lady watering her flowers, and feeling his face flush, Diggory thrust a leaflet out in front of her. We're the Dashway detectives, here to solve mysteries or uh, crimes. The woman looked bewildered and then amused, but by then the Dashways had all walked further into the village. It got easier, and soon the kids were handing out flyers to everyone they saw. When they ran out, as Dora had only made 13, they went to the shop and bought bread, and were informed by a very loud rumble of Douglas's tummy that it was time to go home for lunch. But as they walked out of the village, Dora spoke. Look! The boys looked up, walking directly towards them and looking straight at them with intent were three children, all a little bigger and older than the Dashways. Diggory clenched his fist unknowingly and stood up straighter. The oldest was a girl who looked tall and strong. Then there were two boys who looked like brothers. The kids were getting closer and closer until they stood facing each other. There was a pause and they all stared. Then the girl spoke. Are you the Dashway detectives? Diggory nodded and she continued. Well, we need your help. Everyone in the village thinks we've done something bad, but it wasn't us. That's awful, Dora said, and the girl nodded. It's the stupid vegetables. Someone's been covering them in paint and everyone's really cross. But it wasn't us at all. We do do stupid stuff sometimes, but this just isn't fair. She scowled. Of course we'll help, Diggory said her heat rising in him at the injustice of it all. But you're going to have to tell us everything. The children, who turned out to be called Ashley Harris and Patrick and Sean Bassey, walked them out towards the caravan and explained. Tensions had been running high as the vegetable show approached and Ashley said that most people were obsessed with it. Then, three days ago, Mr Thomason had stormed into the village, clutching a courgette covered in purple paint. All his plants had been covered in that paint. The day after, Alice Thorough had shown everyone her pink tomatoes, and Wendy and Giles Haddington had brought in their bright blue radishes this morning. Everyone was angry, and everyone blamed the kids. We'll solve it, don't you worry, Diggory said confidently. We've got to have lunch now, but would you show us the scene of the crime after lunch? The kids agreed. Then the Dashways tucked into their scrambled eggs with Dad, each with a brain brimming with mystery. After lunch, Dig, Doug and Dora met Ashley, Patrick and Sean, who took them around the village. 
and specifically to the Haddington's garden, which was the most spectacular they had ever seen. There were flowers blooming and bursting with colour all around them, with not a weed in sight. But the vegetables were a different story. Ashley took them behind a bush to peer in as she was afraid of being seen and pulled back a branch to make a clear view to the vegetable patch. The dashways gasped. The vegetable patch in front of them was extremely well put together. The plants were well tended, the nets to keep away the birds well kept. The plants were luscious, green and covered in fruits and vegetables. But all the fruits and vegetables had been painted a very bright blue. Everyone thinks we did it, Ashley said, letting the branch drop, as if we'd care about their stupid vegetable competition. We don't even like vegetables, Sean said gloomily. Diggory's face, in contrast, was positively beaming. Here was a mystery indeed. I'm going to have a closer look, Douglas said taking a magnifying glass out of his pocket and pushing through the bushes. Be careful, Dora called, and Douglas grunted. He took a long time, but finally his face popped out again, dirty and covered in twigs and mud, but jubilant. I found a footprint. The others now crawled into the bush, and there indeed was a footprint. When you moved the bush, you could see a clear outline of blue paint on brown soil. Dora copied its size into a notebook and Douglas took a photo of it while Diggory thought of a plan. It didn't take long. We need Dad's help, he said firmly, and lots of paint and a massive cloth or something. Once he'd explained, all the kids were excited and a couple of hours later they were ready. They stood in the middle of the village with a large sheet stretched across the floor, a big sign and Dad, looking dubious. Ashley, Patrick and Sean hid, knowing that most of the village didn't trust them at the moment. The sign read, Please help with famous artist Oliver Dashway's collaborative art piece for the Gorsbury Vegetable Show. In big blue letters. Dad hadn't really wanted them to say famous, or his name, or really to do it at all, but Dora had insisted in her quiet way, and here he was. It seemed that the people in the village were the sort of people who liked the sort of art that Dad did. It didn't take long for there to be a small crowd of people around, asking questions excitedly. While Dad tried not to be too grumpy, Diggory got on with the plan. Please, madam, would you put your shoe in this paint? Then put a footprint on the sheet... Or more than one, if you like. The woman gave Dad a glance, and he gave a strange sort of grimace. It's uh, to celebrate the um, oneness of the land and its inhabitants, he mumbled, and Diggory thought about what a terrible detective his dad would be. But it worked, and soon the sheet was filling up with footprints in all different colours. Dora was writing people's names next to them in her best writing, they were hoping they'd be able to spot the matching one immediately, but in fact their artwork became so popular that they were kept very busy pouring paint, helping clean up the shoes and generally smiling and being polite. 
After an hour or so, Dad had had enough, and the kids felt that surely they had got the footprints of everyone in the village by now. They took down the sign, then the kids carefully took the corners of the sheet, Diggory carrying two as he had the biggest arm span. They met the others back at the caravan and started to inspect the footprints. There were so many. It was definitely more difficult than they had expected. But finally, they had four footprints they thought could fit. Dora read out the names next to them. Harry Loris, Tom Banks, Leslie Harden, Sarah Milburn. At the last name, Ashley, Patrick and Sean's mouths dropped open. Sarah Milburn, are you sure? Ashley said urgently. Dora looked again and nodded. Why? Diggory asked curiously. The other names have nothing to do with the vegetables, Patrick said. We hardly know them. But Sarah Milburn, well, she wins loads of the prizes every single year. She's obsessed. Aha, Diggory said triumphantly. Looks like we've caught a criminal. I think we need a bit more proof than that, Douglas said, interrupting. She could even just have the same shoes, but it is something to start with. I know exactly what we'll do, Diggory said, eyes gleaming. Ashley, do you know if Sarah Milburn has a shed in her garden? Of course she does, Ashley said. That night, all the children begged to be allowed to sleep outside in the tent, as they usually preferred to be inside on the soft cushions and in the relative warmth, Dad was a bit confused. He said Dora was too young, unless he slept out there with them, and the kids said no to that immediately. So it was agreed that the boys would sleep outside. After an evening of playing card games in the glowing light of the caravan, it was time for bed, and they all settled down, Dora snug inside, and the boys in the tent. Douglas had set an alarm on his watch, but he was very, very worried about missing it. He kept checking it over and over, until Dig leant over and shoved him. He stopped, but still it took both boys a long time to fall asleep. And then it felt like no time at all until the alarm was going off and they were awake again. Dig leant over and thumped Douglas again, trying to get him to turn the beeping watch off immediately. Once he had, they both pulled on their wellies and coats, trying to stay quiet, and unzipped the tent. High above them, stars stretched out across the sky. Douglas let out a low whistle as he looked up at them, but Diggory was already away across the field. At the gate, Ashley was waiting for them in a big hoodie. She gave them a grin. We've got to be so quiet, right? If they catch us, we're going to be in even worse trouble. Then they were off, excitement and fear jostling in their minds and their stomachs as they crept through the village, keeping to the shadows and treading as lightly as they could. Ashley led them past the shop, the pub, the church and down a little lane. The hedge shapes and trees made ominous shapes in the darkness, especially when Douglas turned on his torch. And then they were there, at Sarah Milburn's house, in the middle of the night, now to find the shed. 
they climbed over the low brick wall in case the gate squeaked, trod carefully round to the back of the house and crept along a hedge for what seemed like an eternity. Finally, Ashley let out a small muffled sound and there was a thud at the same time. She had walked into the shed. They lined up along the side and saw a window above their heads. Douglas found a garden bench that they could move and, as quietly as they could, they placed it on the ground below and all stood up on top of it. Douglas turned on the torch and shone it inside and all of the children gasped. Inside, very visibly, were pots of brightly coloured paint. Proof, Diggory said, real proof. Then, in his excitement, he fell backwards off the bench and with his arms flailing, grabbed a plant pot, which smashed to the ground, making a very, very loud sound. The boys looked at each other, frozen to the spot, until Ashley jumped down off the bench, grabbed Diggory's arm to pull him up and hissed at them urgently. Run! And so they did. As they were halfway back down the fence, the lights in the house turned on. As they passed it, there were sounds inside, and as they climbed back over the front wall, a door opened. They ran like they had never, never run before, down the road, through the village, back to the field. There was no sign of pursuit, and the three of them flung themselves down on the grass to catch their breath. And as they did, and the silence continued, they were suddenly overwhelmed with laughter, which became all the more funny as they tried to stay quiet. When it was finally over, Ashley sat up and spoke seriously. She'll see the bench and the plant pot. We'll have to take people round first thing in the morning to show them that it was her, or she'll move everything. I'll meet you in the village at seven. The boys agreed. Then they said good night and went back to toss and turn in their tent, only falling asleep just before it was time to get up again. Diggory and Dora went to get water before breakfast, and Diggory told Dora all about it. After wolfing down some cereals, the kids went into the village where Ashley, Patrick and Sean waited, with a few adults who started walking ahead of them. They're the people who run the competition, Ashley said, as they walked behind the adults. They're taking me seriously, thank goodness. When Sarah Milburn opened the door, she looked tired and frazzled. You've been painting the vegetables, Ashley called out before any grown-ups could speak. And we've seen the proof, Diggory said, pushing his way to the front. Your shed is full of paint. And your pyjamas are covered in it too. Dora pushed through now and said this, pointing at the bottom of Sarah Milburn's grey and white pyjamas, which were covered in bright purple paint. That's the same purple that was on my vegetables, a man cried out angrily, and so Sarah Milburn looked up at him, and then a moment later burst into tears. I'm sorry, oh, I'm so sorry, oh dear, she sniffed. Oh dear, snugs and slugs and snails have eaten all of my vegetables this year. I've tried everything, but nothing has grown, and I, well, I... She trailed off and sank down into a chair a little way behind the door. There was a pause as everyone tried to decide what to do. This is really terrible behaviour, the man who had recognised the purple paint said. 
You should be banned from the competition. Of course, Sarah Milburn said, reaching for a tissue. Of course. Um, Dora said, a little dreamily. You know, I rather liked the brightly coloured vegetables. Perhaps the vegetable show could be a little different this year. Two days later, the Dashways found themselves the guests of honour at the first ever Gorsbury Rainbow Vegetable Show. With Dad's footprint artwork proudly displayed over the door to the tent, they entered to find brightly painted vegetables in every direction, some plain, some patterned, and some even painted to look like other things. Dora particularly liked a big pepper that had been made into a fairy house. And even Dad had got into the spirit of things and painted a seascape onto an enormous marrow. Around them, people were sipping tea and eating cakes. And as the grown-ups chattered, Ashley, Patrick and Sean came up to them. Thanks so much, Dashaway detectives, Ashley said. Yeah, Sean said. Now we're in the clear, we can get on with causing some real mischief. Who wants to steal the trophy? The kids all laughed, and Douglas wondered if he was serious. And then they all went and got a very big slice of cake. It was another solved case for the Dashaway detectives, and it felt very, very satisfying. Though, Diggory thought through a yawn, nighttime missions definitely left one feeling rather tired. The end. Thanks for listening. Do you think that you would have solved the mystery? Yeah.